They are the hosts who boast the most. They are the poor man's Tim and Sid. They sure do know nothing about sports, but they sure are going to talk about them. It's Attack of the Sports with Osti and Mitch. Hello and welcome to Attack of the Sports. He's Osti. Hi. And I'm Mitch. You sure aren't. Yeah. <laughs> it is January 2nd, 2020. It's been a long time since the last It's been like a year. <laughs> like a little bit before the Super Bowl last time that we did one of these. Yeah, and we didn't even do one after the Super Bowl. No, we didn't. We didn't get my my sad, sad reaction. Yeah, you didn't want to do one. I was so (laughs) upset. You didn't want to do one because the Patriots won. (laughs) I couldn't let you have the victory. (laughs) But we both agreed that Super Bowl sucked. Despite the Patriots winning, yes, it was a very boring Super Bowl. That was not a good one. It is not. It wasn't the epic Super Bowl it could have been, but no. at the same time, I can't complain because my I mean, boys won. You, you, your boys won. They got. They got. A, they desperately needed another another ring. Yes, Brady doesn't have enough. <laughs> well, speaking of the Super Bowl, it's NFL playoffs this weekend. Actually, I think today, Wild Card Weekend starts today. Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Th- th- yeah, because. Got my days mixed up. Yeah, cause Saturday, uh, Buffalo is taking on Houston, and Tennessee is taking on New England. So the AFC is on Saturday, and I think, what, Sunday is the NFC? Minnesota takes on uh, New Orleans, and Seattle takes on Philadelphia. Oh, some good games. Some real, some real storylines going on here. So how about, uh, Austin, you give us your wild card predictions, and we'll just go through... Each one, wild card, uh, division, conference, All right. Super Bowl. Buffalo and Houston. Buffalo and Houston. Who you got? The fifth seed Bills or the fourth seed Texans? Where are they playing at? Uh, they are playing in Houston. They got they got home field advantage. Uh, Sean Watson balling out. See, like, I don't want to automatically give it to Houston just because, you know, they got the home field advantage because yeah. uh, Bills have been really good on the road this year. They've been really good, and also Josh Allen is like, he he's a gun, he is the true gunslinger of his, like, generation of Q- QBs that have come in. And, like, they, they got close, they got close and almost beat the Patriots. They got close. I was, like, I watched that game, I was a little... A little miffed about that. Mm. It's a tough one right off the bat. I kind of want to say Buffalo, but at the same time, I'm kind of thinking the Texans. Uh, on mine, I picked Buffalo for the upset. Because, well, like, I, I, I think most of that offense is going to have to run through... Uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. So, like, if they if they're not getting Kenny Stills and uh, Will Fuller involved, then I don't see that offense getting <laughs> getting more points uh, against that uh, Bills defense, which has proven to be pretty stingy. So, you're gonna go with the the Bills then? Ooh. Starting defensive end Sean Shaq Lawson and starting cornerback Levi Wallace are both listed as questionable for the Lawson is still nursing a hamstring injury after being held out of Buffalo's uh, season ending 13 6 loss to Jets. What a rough team to lose to. Listen, that last week was a weird one because teams that should have won didn't. Yeah, like the Patriots the Pat- losing to the Dolphins. That that yeah. 
That's the second time this has happened at the end of a season. <laughs> quarterback Kevin Johnson is in line. Former Texans quarterback Kevin Johnson is in line to start if Wallace can't start. It doesn't say why Wallace can't start. It is just saying why... Questionable? Yeah, it's just saying he's questionable. And it, and it's just saying that Lawson is still nursing that hamstring. So, I don't know what that really does for them, but... Yeah, I'm still going to take the Texans. You're going to take the Texans. Okay. How about the other uh, AFC wildcard match? The Titans... And the Patriots. Okay. Unfamiliar territory. Okay. We all know where I'm going to stand. Yeah. Let me we give all you know. My, let me give you my reasoning, because I heard, like, the little bit of play, little bit of uh, people talking about it before we started this that they're going up against a aging Tom Brady, the and, like, old lion, as they put it. Yeah, which. Do people forget Tom Brady's like ability to when it comes to the clutch get his team through to the play through the playoffs? Like Patriots, the regular season team are very different from Patriots the playoff team. So like Tom oh God, I hate to admit it. Tom is just another level. When the t- when the game matters the most in the playoffs, when there is win or go home, and if he's this, more than likely gonna win. And if they're saying, and if like the question of whether or not Tom Brady's gonna be back next year, mm-hmm. I'm I know, but like if there's that if there ever is that question, you really think Tom Brady's gonna go out in the wild card? No, <laughs> no, he he wants to go out on top one more time. The only way you would get him out for good... Is if you take him out. If, yeah, some, someone has to take a run at him. Someone has to take not only a run, but they have to take a dirty run at Tom oh, Brady. Like, go for the knee. Like, oh. the only That's the only way you take him out. Or you get, you get like, like a Joe Montana when he got hit by Leonard Marshall... And just, like, you saw, like, all the life leave him. <laughs> but upsets have happened before. And this is a high school. This is also weird because it's Ryan Tannehill he's going up against in a high-scoring Titans offense as the league-leading rusher in Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry, that guy can go. If that offense is going and they're running through, it, through him... Like they can, they'll get points and they'll control the clock. I 100% agree that if Tennessee is able to establish a run game, they have a fighting chance. They have a strong chance. I'd say Patriots on home turf in Foxborough have every advantage in the world. Yeah. You just have to go in there, execute your game plan. It's all about the execution here and control. Don't. If you give Brady a minute left in the fourth quarter, down by like three points... Don't do it! Don't do it. They're down by two or seven or whatever. They, they, they have a chance to tie or win it. They, they've got... They, they'll, they'll more than likely tie it or win it. If you have Brady down with the last two minutes, you need to have him down by at least two touchdowns. Yeah. You, you, have, to, you have to make him work for it. Yeah, you have to make it so the game is just out of reach. But like a th- like a three point lead, Brady will put his team in field goal position. If oh, he yeah. gets the ball, he will put his team in field goal position. The only weakness in that this year that they haven't had in previous years is that their kicking has not been that good. So that is the only disadvantage they have this year is that there's a chance that kick probably doesn't go through if it's past 40. Brady will make... Like, <laughs> he will I, go out there and kick it himself. I am not <laughs> lying when I say Brady will put him, his team in a position to win if you give him time. You just can't give Brady time. That's the thing. You give Brady time, like, 
What are you doing? Anything more than like two seconds. <laughs> Even in two seconds, he's got a shot. That's a shot down yeah. the field. But uh, I definitely say that that is one way that I say Patriots lose is if Brady goes down. Because their backup QB this entire season, guess how many yards he's thrown? 20. Actually, Edelman's thrown 47 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Edelman's thrown... Their running back has thrown 35 yards. What? Oh, gadgets. Second, yeah, their second string quarterback has thrown 14 yards. Oh, I was generous. <laughs> I had a feeling I was generous. Their wide receiver and running back have thrown more than the second string quarterback. <laughs> and, like, he has a 50% throw. Dude, he's doing great. <laughs> Although, both Edelman and White have 100%. 100%. May as well have Julian throw the ball. He was a quarterback anyway. Like, it would still work. <laughs> so, you're going with the Patriots then? Oh my god, one of his throws ended in an interception. No wonder they took him off the field. <laughs> Julian, we can't trust our second string quarterback. You gotta go out there. Tom's out. <laughs> Tom's sitting for three plays. We need you to throw. <laughs> Wildcat. So, who are you picking, then? You got to pick the Patriots? Of course I am. Because you are. So, that means the three seed would face the Chiefs. Who are you picking? Uh, I, I I picked in these, uh, the Bills and the Patriots. So, for your little bracket here, send the Patriots down to Arrowhead. And the Texans go home uh, up to the Ravens. Uh, let's go to the NFC uh, to their wild card games: the Vikings and Saints, a rematch of two years ago at the the Miracle, the the Miracle in Minneapolis, the Miracle in Minneapolis. You got there. I, I worked it. I worked it. I worked it. So this is also, right now, I think Drew Brees is the best quarterback in the league right now. He had an insane December. Uh, and this Vikings team, despite their record, I don't think they're that good. I just don't believe in them. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. He's never been able to win a big game against a big-time opponent. And Drew Brees is on the revenge tour right now. How great would that be if we got a uh, Brees versus Tom? Oh, that's that's the that's almost the ideal. That would be, that's the old guard coming together. One that that that's that would like be a, a hot game. That would be a hot game. All right, whatever quarterback would win that game, I would say they should just they should call it done. Because you know both what? Brees and Brady are up there. Like, I'd say over the past 20-ish years, the best three QBs in the league have been Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees. For me, it goes Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, just because Brees is still here. But yeah, yeah. Brees is still pushing. But I, no, I, there's no way I don't see New Orleans winning. Like, they ha- they would have to shit the bed to lose. Cause I, and they are home, too. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're in the Superdome. They've only lost once since 2000 in a playoff game at the Superdome. Yeah, no. I agree with you that I just don't think Minnesota has been the team that can beat New Orleans. <laughs> Honestly, looking at, like, most of the NFC... I don't see the Vikings winning against any of them. No. I just I just don't. Every one of these teams, even the Eagles, I could see them beating them. Easy. If Vikings make it to the Super Bowl, they're just giving a pass to whatever AFC team comes goes in. It's like, here you go. Free win. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, New Orleans would be an awesome game because that would give... That would give a... 
any team in the AFC a run for their money in oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm going with New Orleans. I'm going with the Saints there. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, then let's head to Philly, uh, where the Eagles and the Seahawks. Oh, I know where you're landing. Yep. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe, oh, you're, maybe, you're... maybe somewhere around there. Uh, <laughs> so, this is, a, this is a Seahawks team that has been... They were they they were in the position where they could have been where the, the Niners were, uh, but instead they lost the the final the the final game of the season, inches away from a touchdown, <laughs> inches away. But I think that's a slight blessing in disguise because now they if the way they go they could have an easier road to the NFC Championship. I say that with quotation marks because that would mean having to go to uh, either uh, Green Bay or San Francisco, depending on how things play out. Yeah. But this is also an Eagles team that has something to prove. It was only a couple years ago that they went to the playoffs without Carson Wentz, with Nick Foles, with all the weapons in the world. And ran through the NFC and then ran through the Patriots. Alright. I'm just putting this out there. If Eagles get to the Super Bowl and so do the Patriots, Patriots will win. <laughs> they want that one back. Yeah. What if they did a Philly Philly? Oh <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. But uh This is tough. It's a tough it's a tough one because the Seahawks are gonna be playing in Philadelphia. But That's see, not an easy place to get a win in. But Seahawks have something to prove too. Like, when is the last time Seahawks been in the playoffs? Well, they they've been consistently in the playoffs. They just haven't gone to a Super Bowl in a long time. When's that? La- yeah, actually, last, last last time was when your boys knocked them out. <laughs> the true Austin versus Ryan <laughs> uh, Super Bowl is Seahawks Patriots. Which I I want my money. (laughs) I want it back. (laughs) Give it back. (sighs) There'd be some tension. I I did. (laughs) (laughs) There'd be some tension. There'd be some looks exchanged. (laughs) Yeah, there'd be some tension if uh, we get to the Super Bowl and it would be the the Seahawks versus the Patriots. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, the Carson Wentz, he does have something to prove here. He's got less weapons than he did last time. Uh, but can he get there? He has to go through Russell Wilson, who's been playing like an MVP this year. And I mean, Beast Mode is back. Marshawn Lynch is back. I love one of these articles. Can Wentz channel Foles and lead underdog Eagles on another Super Bowl run? <laughs> I mean, he kind of has to in this yeah. case. They like Philadelphia seems to perform better when they're the underdog, when they're counted out of the fight. Well, literally, look, they were facing the Patriots, and what was the? There was, there was not a lot of hope for the Eagles when they came in against the Patriots, but they managed somehow to bullshit a win. They, well, no, I mean, no, they bullshitted a win. No, Doug, no, Pe- no, Doug, Doug Peterson had a plan. No, Doug Peterson Doug Peterson didn't have a plan. He, he absolutely he did. bullshitted his way to a Super he Bowl. He got that. He fucking he did. bullshitted his way to a Super Bowl <laughs> that burned down Philadelphia. It was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. See. That's the other thing. I don't know if Philadelphia can handle another Super Bowl. Oh, if they got another one, then it, it will be a crater. Like, Philadelphia will burn. Out of joy? Yes. Can you imagine if Philadelphia, both Philadelphia Eagles and the Flyers? Yeah. That would be... <laughs> like, that would be kind of nuts. There would be... I think the big one now would be the 76ers, because they haven't won in a long time, also. 76ers would probably be the next thing that would actually burn down Philadelphia. Yeah. But uh, anyways, your pick for this one, Seahawks or Eagles, which one of these birds are you picking? Hmm. 
I would say right now the Seahawks are a little bit handicapped, mainly due to the fact that their run game mainly was running through Chris Carson, and he's done for the year. I know Beast Mode's back. My guy Marshawn's back. Wait, I mean, this is Marshawn, not quite the Beast Quake Marshawn. Though he did have a touchdown in that uh, 49ers game, so I mean, there's still hope. A lot of their running backs are out. Yeah. Or yeah. Are out. Jesus. Like, they got a lot of questionable, but damn, they got a lot of injuries. See, but Carson's just injured, so he may be out for this game, but... No, he's done for the year. Oh, he's they, done for the year? Yeah, yeah they say he's done for the year. Because they're just... They have a status as injured, so they don't have a status as out yet. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say... Uh, Pete Carroll say he's done for the year. I love how this, yeah. the stats for this are either injured, out, questionable, or doubtful. Like, I just doubt... Like... Doubt it. There, there's about the same amount of doubt as uh, Jason Garrett's role with the Cowboys right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what? I'm gonna take Seahawks. Gonna take Seattle. Yeah. I. I think Seattle could do it. So. That means the Saints will go to Green Bay to face Aaron Rodgers. And we get round three, at least on yours, of the Seahawks and 49ers. Oh, you said Eagles? Oh, I also said, I I got the same picks as well. Ah. Saints and uh, Seahawks. So let's head back out to the AFC. Divisional rounds. They're not all set. So, the first one is the Ravens and the Texans. A matchup between two young, exciting QBs. Deshaun Watson and the MVP uh, frontrunner, Lamar Jackson. Mm, Ravens. Same. I picked the Ravens as well. Just Dave. Like, no. I I pick Buffalo. I mean, I pick the Texans over Buffalo, but I don't think uh, Texans will go past that. I don't think either of them. Like, I don't think any team that was going to go up against the Ravens no. was going to beat the Ravens. They are crazy good right now. It will take an effort. <laughs> To slow down Lamar Jackson. So, easy pick there. Maybe a little bit tougher. We're getting a rematch at Arrowhead between the Chiefs and the Patriots of last year's AFC Championship game. This time of the divisional round. See, like, Chiefs worry me because Chiefs are now, Chiefs, if they go up against the Patriots, will have something to prove. Yeah. They will make that game interesting. Pat Mahomes wants to become Tom Brady. Yeah. And Pat Mahomes will make that game interesting. They he will he will make that Patriots defense work. And I just know that that will, that will be the game I want to watch. Also Andy Reid really needs to prove something. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz he's he's done it. He's won so much in the in the uh, regular season. He's a great regular season coach. Has only been to the Super Bowl once. At least as a head coach. And he lost to Tom. Like, oh, that is a... That was what, Super Bowl number number three for them? Yeah. Yeah. That is a difficult one. Like, Kansas City's got a lot to prove. And that arrowhead's going to be loud. Yeah. Kansas City's got a lot to prove, and New England's just going to go in there, and my guess is New England's going to go in there, and it's not going to be a points game if New England wins. 
It will not be a high points game if New England controls the game. It's going to be a lot like the Super Bowl. Mm. It's not going to be a high points game, but it's going to be a very, like, oh shit game. Edge of your seat, the next point matters. That's what that game's going to come down to. It's going to come down to one team, like, last five minutes. Every second's going to count in that game. Which, once again, like we were saying, when you, if the crunch is on the Patriots. <clears throat> the crunch Tom of- Cool doesn't work that well as a nickname. Tom Clutch kind of works better. But, like, if he's in the clutch, then Patriots win. Because Patriots are at their worst when they go into a game thinking it's a no it's a like for example the year the patriots were an undefeated team going up to oh, super bowl yeah they were they were going in like the hot shit and look what happened every time they go in like hot shit that's when they're out it's it's really whenever uh when they don't have control of that last minute, a lot of times it can backfire on them. Yeah. It's, it's been proven a few times. But, like, against Philadelphia, they went in hot shit. And they lost to Philadelphia. Like, to me, it all comes down to New England's mindset going into the game. If New England's mindset is going to the game like they're hot shit and they're going to win, no, Chiefs will walk all over them because the Chiefs are determined. Yeah. The Patriots have to be just as determined as them. And... Ooh. Like, it's really difficult. I know who you're... Your heart wants the Patriots, but your mind is like, that was Chiefs, though. Yeah, my heart wants Patriots, but my mind's like, the but those Chiefs are, those Chiefs are gunning. Those Chiefs will be gun. Those Chiefs are hoping for the Patriots to get in. Like they're gonna be upset if the Patriots lose, but at the same time they're not gonna be because of, uh, what is it, Tennessee? Uh, if Tennessee beat beats uh, New England. Then they would go to uh, Baltimore. So they would get either the Bills or the Texans. So the only team that can beat the Chiefs are the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, the only team that can beat the Patriots... The only team that can beat the Patriots is either Baltimore or Kansas City. But honestly, I feel like it's going to be Baltimore that beats them. So you're going to take the Patriots I'm taking and, then the the ba- pa- and then the Ravens. As much as I don't want to, and it hurts, um, yeah. Because the Ravens are looking like a Super Bowl team this year. Okay. All right. I I had the Chiefs over the Patriots. But also the Ravens going on to the Super Bowl. Let's go back. So we disagree about the division, but we agree about the agree championship. About the, yeah. Agree about the championship, basically. It's like whoever faces Lamar in the fi- in the champion, championship round, I'm sorry. He's going to run all over you. This is Michael Vick in his prime. Like, you remember playing Madden and you, you don't pick the fucking Falcons. You just go run all over the place with fucking Michael Vick. It's cr- it was crazy. And we're seeing that again with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it. He like, was the last pick in the first round of his year. Yeah, he's got something to prove. He's got something to prove. Baker Mayfield was picked first overall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Like, Baltimore's hot this year, so... They're hot. They're an attractive team. And, like, the NFC picks are going to have their work cut out for them. 
Yeah. So let's let's go with the the Niners and Seahawks. A battle by the bay for blood. <laughs> this this match I could see being violent and volatile. Jimmy G. They're a decent looking team. They're a decent looking team this year, but like You know what? I'm honestly kind of like I'm gunning for Seattle to come out of the backfield with this. Mm, okay. I'm gunning for I'm gunning for a Seattle to push through, but I don't think they're going to but I don't think they're Super Bowl. I don't think okay. they're hitting the Super Bowl. So you're going to take the, the Seahawks yeah. in the division. And between... The Saints and the Packers. Rodgers versus Breeze. That is... Ooh, that's that's an attractive match. I am I'm looking... If that, that happens, I'm looking forward to that that match. That looks good on paper. Like, both these teams are very number-wise consistent I can see. I can see this being a shootout. Yeah, it would be a shootout, but... Like, which connection will uh, will matter more? Uh, Breeze to Thomas? Because Thomas had, like, 100 more catches than the next receiver in New Orleans. So people are going to be expecting a double team, triple coverage him. So that just opens up the field for everyone else, and you still have Alvin Kamara in the backfield. While Rogers, you can't count this guy out. You can't count Rogers out. It's so true, but at the same time, if he, like if he has to make a hail mary, he will he's got it. a real good chance of making it. Yeah, like you can't count Rogers out, but. Like, I also look at it as Breeze is one of the best quarterbacks out there. He's Hall of Fame bound. Yeah. Everyone knows that. He just wants one more. He's, he's got to get number two under his belt. Like, both. Like, this would be a... This is a tight one. But I'm still taking New Orleans. I'm taking the Saints. Taking the Saints. So, NFC Championship game goes back to New Orleans in this case. Seahawks and Saints. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but if Seahawks, honestly though, Seahawks beat the Saints, um, they would be they would be a really strong contender in the Super Bowl. It would be MVP candidate versus MVP candidate yeah. in that case. But like that would be, um, that would be impressive, but. It all depends on who wants him more. Breeze or... Breeze or Russ. Yeah. But... And Russ plays great against... In big games. He plays really good against teams that play well. He's like the reverse Kurt Cousins. (laughs) Where Kurt always loses on Monday nights. Russ always wins on Monday nights. So, you know what's funny? We have virtually the same uh, picks, except I picked the Bills over the Texans and the Chiefs over the Patriots, but our NFC was all the same. So, in this final, this Super Bowl, Saints-Ravens, who do you got? On one hand, you got Lamar Jackson. Like, at this point, he if he knocks out the Patriots, like, cements his MVP status. Um, also, he would be probably the one that would put the nail in a Tom Brady coffin. I feel like that would be the changing of the guard. And, like, to be the quarterback that stopped Brady in his like to be the team that stopped Brady in his last season. Last. Yeah. <laughs> Quote 
heavy quotations until, there. Until Brady's like, no, nah, I want it. <laughs> until, until Robert Kraft says, you know what? Maybe we should get that a new guy in here. Until Robert Kraft looks at Brady and goes, you got too many gray hairs. How much, how much do you think Bill Belichick's a bit pissed off that they, tra- they, they made him trade Jimmy Garoppolo and seeing what he's doing out in San Francisco now? Oh, super pissed. So I would be fucking pissed. Because now you're still stuck with, yeah, it's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT, greatest of all time. But he's 40. See, that's the thing, like, people have to understand. That's what the thing that I don't think sometimes uh, these teams understand is you have this incredible, like, amazing quarterback, like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Look what happened to Peyton Manning. He's, he's done. He's done. He, he Well, to be fair, like, he's, he's to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> He uh he was like drafted in ninety seven or something. So he was already playing like Oh yeah. Like in the nineties. So But then he, but, by the time he retired, he was almost like a twenty year bet. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like Yeah, you got these amazing fucking quarterbacks. Greatness doesn't last forever. No, because you're a, you're in a sports team. You're you're playing a you're basically you're playing a numbers game. Like, you're playing a game that you won't... You're, the number will eventually come up where it's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, if Joe Montana can get replaced, anyone can. And, yes, for his age, Brady's in incredible shape. Oh, amazing. But at the same time, he still is 40. Like, he is up there in age for quarterbacks... Where you got some big guys coming at you. Yeah, and you got a bunch of these young stud QBs all around the league who they want to get past you. Get out of the way, old man. It's my time to shine. But as long as he is in New England, no other quarterback's going to come up. Like, you you heard me read off the stats. The only the second-string quarterback has less yards thrown than... The wider a wide receiver and a running back for that team, just because yeah. they put they put the second stringer in as little as possible. Why? Because it's Brady. It's it's Tom Tom Brady. But yeah, I think Lamar Jackson's the guy who can Stop. dethrone him. And I gotta like Breeze will give Lamar Jackson a run for his money. The Saints will give the Ravens a run for their money, but no, I don't see the Saints winning the Super Bowl. I see the Saints are not going to march into the Super Bowl and win. I see the Ravens coming out on top. Okay. I got the Saints winning in this case. I think... But the past two seasons specifically have been a complete encapsulation of the adversity that the Saints have faced over, since, for, since like Katrina and stuff, all that. Oh, yeah. since, since their last Super Bowl win in 09. Like they had all that shit happen. They had the whole uh, uh, bounty uh, gate stuff happen. And now, now we're at like all, the end of the journey, in a sense. So, Drew Brees, he's got something left in the tank. And after having Stephon Diggs steal a win uh, in Minneapolis, and then the NFL absolutely fucking robbing them, absolutely robbed them with a non-call pass interference. He, I, I, if I'm him, I want revenge. I oh, want to take everything away from everyone else. And if, like, the tables turn and it's a, uh, and the tables turn on Baltimore and somehow they lose to whoever they're going in against, there is a strong shot that Breeze comes out of it with a Super Bowl. Unless it's the Patriots, then maybe not. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that even if it was Tom Brady versus Drew, 
I think it might be Drew coming out. I honestly on top. feel like that would just make Drew fight harder. That that would just give you more reason. Yeah, cause they, cause he hears that Tom Brady's great. Tom Brady's great. Tom Brady this. Tom Brady that. I've got more yards and more touchdowns. Well, I think he's just got more touchdowns. I think I think he just uh, has more touchdowns. Yeah, Brady's got more yards. Yeah, Brady has more yards on the season than Brees does to begin with. But yeah, um, yeah, no, um, like I definitely think that they will give Baltimore a strong run for their money. And if Breeze goes, Breeze is going to be taking down an MVP candidate. And, well, at that point, he will be MVP. But uh, the Breeze will go down taking down a strong team no matter what. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, Lamar Jackson is going to come into this just as ready to play as Breeze is. So... And maybe we're both completely wrong, and like oh, yeah. some, somehow Bills can't... win it all. <laughs> no, holy shit! Could you believe there are three teams? I believe AFC that will go in for the AFC. It'll either be Baltimore, uh, Kansas City, or the Patriots. Yeah, I if like fucking if Houston comes out of the backwater and just somehow manages a Super Bowl run, I will be. Like, floored. Hell yeah. That would be crazy. But, uh, no, I think if the Bills or, like, the Texans or Tennessee gets into the Super Bowl and they're facing a New Orleans team, nah. Nah, boo. No. Uh Uh-uh. There's no way. Like, there's too many players in the AFC for me to say, like, teams like that are getting in. All right, so there's Austin's bracket, and you, I'll post both of these up on our Instagram at Super Fun Network. Follow it on Instagram and Twitter. I'll also put it up on Twitter at RealSFN. Uh, so there, there's your Super Bowl Power Hour, almost about yeah, close to an hour, forty-two minutes. Uh, so let's talk about World Juniors for a second here, then. All right. So. Okay, okay, Sweden just finished up clobbering the Czech Republic, the hosts of this year's World Juniors, 5 nothing. Uh, the Finns knock out the United States with a close one nothing win. Uh, Canada fucking beat down the Slovakians, 6-1. Uh, to one. And the Russians eke out a quick little win against uh, the Swiss, 3-1. to one. Uh, so these teams will be reseeded. I believe it'll be Sweden versus Russia and Canada versus Finland. Holy shit! Canada just kicked the shit out of Czech yesterday too. Yeah, they they seven to two. That is ever rough. since their seven nothing loss to Russia, they kind of just decide, you know what? Let's kick it into high gear. A yeah, because like they're like fucking just destroy Slovakia. Oh god. Knock, knocked out Germany. I haven't actually kept up to date with... Uh, well, ever since last year's World Juniors when they finished, what, sixth? Like, they got knocked out real early in the qualifying, in, in the qualifying rounds. Uh, like, they're, they're, on a, they're also on a revenge tour. Uh, so they now have the opportunity to finish with either a gold, silver, bronze, or fourth. So, in a theoretical uh, second ra- uh, semifinal of Russia versus Sweden, uh, who would you be picking then? Because right now the Swedes are probably the tournament favorite. I would say that. Yeah, because they're 4 0 right now. They're undefeated so far. They haven't lost in a round robin match in like. 15 tournaments or something something ridiculous as a canadian i'm honor bound to say that russia will lose to sweden (laughs) (laughs) fuck the russians as a canadian i have to say that because they completely trounced us that one year so fuck them they're gonna lose also i think they're gonna lose because yeah sweden's a favorite and they're playing okay yeah they 
they did trounce uh, Canada in the first in what their first round six zero. Uh yeah, the Russians beat down the Canadians. But you know what? Fuck them. They're gonna lose. Yeah, they're gonna lose. Uh, so, like you've seen some of those highlight uh, highlights from a uh, Swedish player, uh, yeah. Nas Hoglander. Canucks draft pick, by the way. Second round. <laughs> I'm excited to see that guy if he if he pans out, gets to the NHL. Oh my god, he could be fun to watch. Uh. I think the Russians might pick up the win there. Really? Mainly because I like seeing Canada versus Russia in the finals. That's mm-hmm. always a fun matchup. Every time it's exciting. It wasn't exciting last time for us. No. Sad times. But sometimes. Sometimes it gets exciting. Sometimes it's fun uh, to watch. Also, I think... Uh, I just think they might just sneak up on them. It might be close, like a two to one win, but uh, I think it, I think it would be a close match either way. And Canada versus Finland, that would I also see that as being a close match. I see it as a close match, but I believe that Canada I, will come out. Yeah, I I believe in our Canadian boys. The one thing we are known for is hockey. We can't lose. We can't lose this. We can't we can't lose to lose to the other nation. That's one thing is hockey. We can't lose to, like, their the start of their the name of their country is Finn, which in French is which is French, but we which in French which we speak also is end. So we need yeah. to end them. End them. That was a really you shitty had, life. You had to workshop <laughs> that one, I, but you got there. So I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, so in your projected final. A Canada versus Sweden matchup. Uh, that would be. I, I feel like that would be a high scoring affair. Hopefully, because uh, Canada's got something to prove. Canada's got something like, and if they were to face Russia, I feel like Canada would work their fucking asses off to beat Russia. Because they got something to prove. So, I would be very excited to watch our Canadians just. Or Canadian boys just shit kick whatever team. Whatever's in the final, yeah. Oh, uh, please. Yeah. Just shit kick it them, please. That's all I want. If anything from the Russians, I just want to see Vasily Potkolzin do well. Because that's a Canuck draft pick. First round. Tenth overall. <laughs> I listen. You're just going to Listen! Place. I want my Canucks! I want, I want my... I want, like, listen. Canadian... All the way. But there's some boys on those other teams that are like, yeah, you're, you're going to be good in the future. <laughs> I want you guys just to do good because if you do good, that means that you makes good. me feel like, like I'm, we're doing good. That makes me feel validated. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Ryan. I am a uh, traitor. <laughs> to fucking Russia. Yep. Yeah. Russia, Ryan. I mean I mean they got they got a guy I like. That that guy's good. <laughs> they got a guy I like, so I'm yeah, going he, with them. He he's a draft he he got drafted by my team, which makes makes me want to cheer for the other team. <laughs> oh boy. Uh also NHL All Star uh they started like uh playing on stuff like oh here's for all of our uh those three on three tournament shenanigans that I I don't like this format. I just like the big all star game. It also made the selections a lot easier and made it made more sense. Ever since they started going to this format where oh everyone's team has at least one all star on it, it's like so you're saying that uh uh league leaders like. Nikita Kucherov and Brad Marchand. Oh my god, that feels like venom coming out of my mouth. I hate saying that. League leader Brad Marchand. He's tied with David Pasternak with 59 points. That Boston duo is right under fucking McDavid and uh, Dreisaitl. How'd that make you you feel? Oh, that makes me feel (laughs) bad. 
Because that dude was just a rat. Now he's a goal-scoring rat. Fuck. (laughs) But yeah, you're saying that he's not... They're not all-stars, but... Or or my guy, Quinn Hughes, who's tied with Kale McCarr. Also, Kale McCarr. The two rookie defensemen out west who are both ripping it up. They're not all-stars, but Mark Giordano is? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course. Mr. Flames fan. He's got 19 points. Those those two kids got 28 apiece. Nah, man. He's an (laughs) all-star. Y'all already got Matthew (laughs) Tuchuk. He's already in. Nah, man. He's an all-star. Jesus! That boy's gonna be an all-star. <sighs> Nothing again. Like I like Giordano. I think he's a good ass defenseman. Like year after year, he's proven himself to be a good ass defenseman. You look at what Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes are doing. Nah, man. How? He's an all-star, man. What? Yeah. No. He's an all-star. Come on. He's in the all-star game, therefore he's an all-star. So fuck you. Is he going to be all NHL by the end of the year? Probably not. No, it's not. But you know what? He's in the All-Star game, so fuck you. <laughs> so I took it upon myself to like go back to the old format. It's like, no, just, we just throw the best players in one fucking game and we have fun doing it. The skills competition, whatever the fuck. Uh, so for the, the Super Fun Network uh, attack of the sports, NHL All-Star teams, as made by the one and only Mitch, Ryan... Uh, also, I just want to point out that my guys are losing to the Oilers this season, and I'm not happy about this. Oh, I, yeah, I, I bet, I bet. Listen, I am content. Yeah, you're contented. I am very content with losing right now, but also like they've been playing well, so like I'm, they, they, I'm, they're on like a five game win streak. It's a good time. It, yeah, yeah. You know, the weird ones, Arizona. How are they good now? What the fuck happened? I don't fucking know. Like, I think it was getting Phil Kessel and Darcy Krumper just kind of like becoming an all-star out of nowhere. But like, it kind of, it hurts my soul to see the fact that like, fucking, the oil, it hurts my soul to see the Oilers above the Flames. Like, there's just something wrong. You're behind by a point. Yeah, no, but there's still something wrong about that. Uh, yeah. Listen, when they had McJesus and Leon Drysall just putting up points like no one, no one has seen before... Then, yeah, you're going to be behind by a little bit. But, I mean, they also have fucking nothing in terms of secondary scoring. They really don't. That's so sad. And their goaltending's not really that great either. And, like, they only, like, Ethan Bear's a good defense. It's showing that he's a good defenseman. But, like, other than that, Oscar Clefbaum is also pretty good. But, I mean, like, they're just not deep. I don't think that they're deep. They're very top heavy of a team so like on any given night anyone could beat them if they score six goals instead of five <laughs> no i don't like it so the all-star team i made uh let's start let's start out east uh here's here's why i got down i'm mainly going off of points and stuff it's when when we get to like goalies that you gotta like really like look at it more but in terms of points, mainly looking at this, uh, so for left wingers, I've got Brad Marchand, Artemi Pernarin, Jonathan Huberdo, Andrei Svechnikov, and as a extra player uh, for each uh, team, uh, Alex Ovechkin threw him on there. Uh, down the middle, got Jack Eichel, Alexander Barkov, Austin Matthews, and Evgeny Malkin. And on the right wing, David Pasternak, Nikita Kucherov, Tiro Tirvanen, and Mitch Marner. On defense, I've got John Carlson, Dougie Hamilton, Victor Hedman, Tony D'Angelo, Shea Weber, uh, Ivan Provorov, and Chris Letang as an extra defenseman. And on goal, uh, Tuka Rask, Brain Holpe, Carter Hart. All right, all right. I think overall, that kind of covers, like, a lot of the stronger players. Uh, I realized afterwards I had, like, no New York Islanders on there. And they're, like, third in the East. (laughs) But when you really look at it, 
like them as players, uh, like there's no real all stars jumping out. Like even Matt Barzell is not having that great of a year, but they're all having good enough of a year that they're all just elevated themselves to like an elite team. We're not we're not doing great, but we're not doing bad. We're we're actually doing great. Just individually, and the All Stars more about the individual player than the team. Well, yeah. Like, f- like, fuck. Uh, uh, Artemi Panarin's on the fucking Rangers, and the Rangers aren't really that good, but he's playing great. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that that's a good, that, that's a solid, be, team. solid team for the East. Now West. Got Leon Dreisaitl on the left wing, along with Max Pacioretty, uh, Kyle Connor, uh, Matthew Tuchuk, and Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, down the middle, of course, Connor McDavid, uh, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Elias Pedersen, and Mark Shifley. Uh, and on the right wing, uh, Patrick Kane, David Perron. Uh, Brock Besser and Braden Shen. There's a lot of uh, blues players I've got here, mainly because All Star Games like to have a little bit of a pick bias when it comes to being hosted in, in certain cities. So there's a lot of blues players because it's being held in St. Louis. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. Disclaimer. Disclaimer for anyone that's like, why is this guy Why is there so here? many blues on here? It's like, I mean, they're also all playing good. There's so many blues players because they're good. Yeah. Have you even seen them play? Uh, not like the blues. And Craig Berube really found something in this team when they hired him. Uh, on D, I've got Roman Yossi, Alex Petrangelo, Kale McCarr, Quinn Hughes, Oscar Clefbaum, Neil Pioink. Alex Goligoski. So, it's on defense. I got a little weird on here. Uh, having uh, Clefbaum, Pioink, and uh, Goligoski. There's some weird-ass fucking names out there. Bro. I know, right? Pioink. No offense to him, but like... No, no offense to Neil, but... Uh, but looking at him, and the, I more or less have him because... Uh, like, he's not only been playing great. He's yeah. on that Winnipeg Jets team that everyone thought that defense was going to be a turnstile because they lost everyone. But Morrissey's been good. Pioink has been a really solid pickup since they, they traded Jacob Truba for him. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum, he's just been uh, one of the more solid defensemen that uh, uh, Edmonton has had in a long time. Uh, the fact that they actually have an all-star defenseman is... Impressive. Impressive. Considering it's fucking Edmonton. And Alex Goligoski, he's like 34. I forgot he was even in the league. And he's been kind of a backbone on that Arizona team. And on goal, I got Darcy Krumper, uh, uh, Connor Hellebuck, and Jordan Binnington. Krumper's been playing like a Vesna candidate. So what you're telling me is that next year the NHL should just go with your pick? Yes, uh, yes, I yes, the NHL should absolutely go with my picks because I'm always right, always right, hundred percent betting right. Uh, there's that like uh, armchair, yeah, fuck yeah, oh yeah. There's that armchair. Who the hell is Mel Kiper <laughs> telling us how to pick our All Star team? Fucking our job. We should do it. We do it better. Fucking point proven. Submit it to the NHL and say you can have this list. Listen, I'm doing you a favor. This three on three tournament bullshit. Mm, not 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 doing it for us. This three on three tournament bullshit is some bullshit. It is some bullshit. You should just go back to the old all star game format and old pick format. Hell, have the draft, too. That was always fun to watch. Teams draft which players they want, and that, that, that was always a fun time. The last pick and the first time they did that was Phil Kessel, and that was really funny. I think he sold that car he got out of it. 
it's always fun to listen to um like people doing their picks and all that shit cause, like some of like the some of the people that are like these big names that you hear that you hear about and go oh these guys are this guy's gonna be in it this guy's gonna be in it like nah nah it's like nah he ain't an all-star I mean he ain't an all-star he ain't an all-star what the hell do you mean he ain't an all-star also I've started noticing a thing uh so it was only a couple months ago watching uh uh I think it was the Canucks versus the the Kings once and uh I believe JT JT Miller gave up a uh gave up the puck and there was a breakaway and Miller was trying to catch up to him, and right behind him was Quinn Hughes, and he did maybe the smartest play I've ever seen a guy ever do in taking a stick and pushing JT Miller forward <laughs> so that he can make the play and and get rid of the breakaway chance. And that just shows you, like, God, that guy is fucking smart. He is so, his high IQ is, he's like on another level. And then, like, Kale McCarr, that guy is just fucking crazy. He's impressive to watch. And he's on a fucking stacked Colorado team. Like, it's almost unfair watching them. And they still got guys coming up. They got Bowen Byram. And they got Connor Timmons. That defense is going to be crazy. It's like a Nashville defense. Where they had, like, 14 guys who are all all-star caliber on your defense. Nuts. Crazy. Am I the only one that thinks that uh, Sidney Crosby should just retire at this point? Well, I mean, he's still playing good. I think he's just... He's out right now with something. Yeah, he's back in, like, the... He's back in, like, practice and all that. But, like... Dude gets injured so much. I mean, over the last couple years, not really... But, like, there was that period of, like, Jesus, is this guy ever going to come back? Like, he was he was looking down and out for God knows how long. Because uh, Pittsburgh, ju- Pittsburgh uh, lost their big gun in uh, Gensel? How do you say the name? Gensel? Gensel? Gensel. Because he's out for shoulder surgery now. Oof. Yeah, he's out for four or five months. Yeah, that's that's not that's not a fun time for them. Mm. I'm just oh man, uh, just looking up, pulling up the uh, NHL tab on uh, TSN. Just fucking Brad Marchand with the goddamn fucking mug, popping up. Fucking son of a bitch. Fucking goddamn hate him. <sighs> that's how you really. He's supposed to be. Like a fourth line nobody rat. Now he's a fucking just out of nowhere a goal scorer. It's fucking crazy. I hate it. Tell us how you really feel, Ryan. You're hearing it live. Live. You basically just hissed at the sound of Brad Marchand. Curse his name. Yeah, that's not gonna really do anything to him. No. No. Sorry. Cur- curses aren't really real, so. Sometimes I wish they were. No. I mean, they are kind of real. Let's, let's be real for a second here. Because the Cubs didn't win a World Series for like a hundred years after that dude couldn't get his goat into a fucking, into the stadium. They're like, I cur- they'll never win another World Series as long as I live. And like, what? No. We're of course we're going to win that one. And then they did it for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, but like... That's... Eh. I don't know if that's a curse or just like... Them. Maybe. Or them just playing into the curse and thinking. Yeah. They need someone to blame. 
Uh, yeah, we're at an hour. Yeah. You want to call it here then? Sounds like a good place to call it. Uh, I think the next time you'll hear from us, post-Super Bowl, we'll see how Probably. our picks pan out. Probably post-Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. You'll actually not hear from us if we lo- if the Patriots win the Super Bowl because then Ryan's just not gonna <laughs> not gonna want to do an no, episode. No, no, I'll do it if they win, and I'll be. <laughs> You're always me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, let's hope the dark future doesn't come. Come on, dark future. I love no, this future. No, no, it's that's, a great future. Mm, it's a bright and glittery no, future. Bright for you, not for me. Yeah, well, that's a you no, problem, not a me that, problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I didn't even pick my Seahawks to make it any like really that. Far. Hey, I didn't make I didn't pick my Patriots to make you it to what? the Super Bowl. We were modest in this case. That's big of us. That is, it's very big of me not to pick my Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. So, you know how much that hurt me not to do that. It takes a lot. No, I get it. I understand. Sad days. It'll be on a happy day, but it'll be a happy day when they prove me wrong and get to the Super Bowl. You already, you already picked Lamar Jackson. You're locked in. You've given up on Tom. I <laughs> can never give up on Brady. Oh, <laughs> uh, geez. All right. Let's call it there then. Uh, thank you for listening to Attack of the Sports. Well, yeah, you'll hear from us again post Super Bowl. Uh, good night. Good night. We defeat the sports once again. It'll be another year before we defeat them again. Attack of the Sports is a Super Fun Network podcast. If you want to listen to more Super Fun Network podcasts, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN. If you have any questions, comments, or critiques of any of our shows, feel free to send us an email at thesuperfunnetwork at gmail.com. <laughs>